Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of The Crowning Moment. For those who do not know me, my name is Casey Gibson. I'm 22 years old from South Carolina. I recently graduated from the University of South Carolina from the College of Engineering and Computing, and I now work in the technology field. You're probably wondering, Casey, what is this podcast about? And why are we listening to you through my phone right now, or my headphones, or through the car? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. This podcast is about the pageant world behind the scenes, the good, the bad, and a little bit of the ugly. We don't like to bash anyone here. We want to keep it clean. I have been doing pageants since the age of five, and it has been such a journey, but it has been a great one. And I want people to look from the inside out and see what really goes on behind the scenes at these pageants, the prep work, the community service, what the directors do to get the pageants ready for all of these queens to come to. I want people to see what really goes on behind the scenes in pageantry because looking in, people just think that we could be toddlers and tiaras or crazy mamas, but that's not what it is. And I want people to see the good side of positive pageantry. With this podcast, we're going to be talking to different people within the pageant world. We're talking hair and makeup people, photographers, pageant coaches, directors themselves, and some of our national pageant queens out there. I want people to see that these are more than just a crown. This is sisterhood. This is scholarship. This is service. These girls take time out of their day to go do community service, and they serve our communities and our nation, and I want people to actually see the hard work that goes in behind this, that it's just, yes, they win, but I want you to understand why they've won. See them walking. Hear about their crowning moment. Now that you've heard the why behind this, I want you to hear a little bit about my pageant experiences so we can kind of get to know each other a little better and you see the long road that I've come from. I started pageants at the age of five, and I remember my very first pageant was in the literal middle of nowhere, South Carolina, and it was just a small little festival pageant, and my mom put me in a light blue jamboree dress, had little flowers on it. We were not pageant people. We just signed up, thought it'd be a good way to get me on stage. My mom wanted me to be able to talk to people and like adults and have communication skills, so she thought at the age of five, this was a good thing for her to do. Oh boy, was she wrong. <laughs> I walked right on that stage, looked up one time, and I ran straight off the stage. They said my name, my parents, and I was off the stage. But one of the things that she did sign me up for was called the Sweetheart Award. For those who may not know what a Sweetheart Award is, is you can either donate money or you can get a bunch of signatures. This was back in the day now. Get a bunch of signatures and then sometimes people's parents would donate 20 bucks if they had 20 signatures. But my mom, my brothers played baseball, so I would walk around the baseball fields at age five. My mom would just kind of watch. She'd see me from a distance and I'm just getting anyone I can to sign this and would they donate or a dollar or five dollars ten dollars well this set me up to get a sweetheart award and I ended up getting the large tiara and large trophy and as soon as they put it on my head I mean at age five I was hooked I said mom let's sign up for another one next weekend and she was like what have I done my mom and dad really just wanted to get my brothers and I out there to not be scared of talking to people on stage Little did she know that I was going to be addicted to pageants after that. We loved it. It was such a great experience for me at age five. After that, I wanted to be on stage more and more and more. And she really wanted us to be able to talk. Well, 
I never stopped talking after that. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. But through elementary school and middle school, I was really big in musical theater, and I was doing plays at our local fine arts center, and I also did dance at our local dance studios. Whatever I could do to get myself on stage, I was in. While we also were still entering into pageants. Another pageant that my mom entered me in was called the Springathon. If you're from Kershaw, Lancaster, Camden, Indianland, South Carolina area, you know what the Springathon is. So every year they have the Springathon, which they haven't done in the past couple years, so hopefully they bring it back. But but you would sign up for this pageant. That year that they had it, I was nine years old, so I was in the Petite Miss group. And we had just bought our first ever pageant dress. It was a cupcake dress. It was white. It was beautiful. I was so excited to wear this. And so we're backstage. My mom's getting me ready. And you know, this was around springtime. So we had just finished. I was doing the Nutcracker that past Christmas. And for the Nutcracker, we always put glitter in our hair. So before I went out, my mom was pouring glitter in my hair before the pageant. All these moms were staring at us and they were like, what are those crazy people over there doing? And my mom's looking at me and she said, you're going to sparkle on your head, on your outfit, and on your toes, and you better walk with grace. And I say, yes, ma'am, I'm on it. And what did I do? I walked into that gym that it was in, and I walked right out with a crown. And we were so amazed <laughs> because everyone has given us these glares, and all we did was just work our stuff. So by this time, I had only done about five or six pageants up until about middle school. I was so young, and we were really trying to find our way in the whole pageant world. If you're from South Carolina, most girls do Little Miss South Carolina while you're young. People either just cringed when I said that, or they just threw their hands up like, we love it. But oh boy, did that pageant humble me. It made me grow up a lot faster in the pageant world. My mom and I had never had a pageant coach or a hair and makeup artist do anything for us. We'd always done it ourselves. We had danced for years, so we kind of knew you do the bun. We had the little wiglet on top, a little curly hair. We did not know much about the pageant world. We would just buy dresses from other girls that had competed with us previously. We're like, well, if she's beating me in that dress, we'll go ahead and just buy it. Maybe we'll win the next one. <laughs> Needless to say, we needed to invest more in my pageant career if we wanted to succeed. And that's exactly what we did. After about two years later, I was getting ready to compete for my middle school pageant. As an eighth grader, you know, I just transferred to the school. It was new. I was like, mom, it has a pageant. We have to do it. So I did. And it had interview, theme wear, and evening gown. And previously, I had had an interview at Little Miss South Carolina. Super easy, super short, favorite person, favorite color. But now in middle school, they're asking you more important things like anti-bullying, what was something you would change about your school. And these are questions we needed to seriously prepare for. So we reached out to one of my previous theater directors, Larry Hembry, and he was the first person to ever give me any sort of advice or coaching and he told me Casey listen to my answer and speak don't think on it too long because then you're gonna get jumbled up just speak whatever comes out of your mouth I'm sure it'll be okay <laughs> and he was right and on interview I scored a 98 out of 100 I was over the moon I was so excited I won this eighth grade I had the time of my life and I was like, mom, I want to keep doing this. This is something we really need to invest in. So going into middle school, I was still brand new to everything. By the grace of God, I won this eighth grade. And But this was pre-spray tans, pre-hair extensions, no eyelashes, nothing. I was very unpolished. But after that, my mom had been scrolling Facebook for a few months and she rolled over a national pageant. We had never done anything that big. Not yet. My mom was a little scared, but it was called World's Miss Tourism, and it was in Clarksville, Tennessee. 
So my mom goes, well, I found this pageant. Let's just sign up for it and hope by the grace of God, they don't steal our money because we didn't know we were still very new to this. We didn't know that you just, you know, PayPal somebody $500 and hope that, you know, there's a real pageant because there are some pageants out there that it doesn't happen and you lose $500, but it happened. And we went to compete in Clarksville, Tennessee. And at the time I had the title of World Teen Miss South Carolina Tourism. We competed in almost all the optionals because why not? It's more fun to compete in all the optionals. We did talent, runway, and cover model, and we had a state costume and an evening gown for our mandatory events. There was about 15 girls in my division, and I'm used to having three, maybe two, hopefully competing against myself because we just love to get the scores and the comments back. And, like, this was intense. This is a national pageant. You had girls from South Dakota. You had people from California, Tennessee, Mississippi, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, New York, New Jersey. People from all over. And it came down to a girl from Oklahoma. And I still follow her on Facebook. Love watching her stuff. (laughs) But after seeing this, I was like, wow. Like, this is a real pageant, mom we've made it to the next level. I ended up winning cover model and I was so excited because we had got my first ever headshots done and we were over the moon that we it actually paid off. We were so excited. We had gone to Charleston to visit a friend and she took wonderful pictures of us. We were super excited. I used those pictures for like five years because I looked young and old at the same time. It was perfect. It came down time for finals and by good old golly, this little girl from South Carolina I won out of nowhere, and we were we were shocked. Let me just tell you that. The girl we were competing against from Oklahoma, it was tough. Like, it was really tough, and I won, and this was we were so excited. We couldn't believe it. I won my very first ever national pageant, so I had the title of World Miss Teen Tourism, and we still love that national pageant. Seriously, go check it out. It's awesome. After that, my mom and I decided, let's stay in the state and do some more state pageants and see what we got going on here. So we decided to try for Miss South Carolina Teen USA. At the time, I was a junior in high school and I was still trying to find myself, trying to figure out why why I wanted to do pageants, what was, what was my purpose. Being 15, that's really tough to do. I bought my first ever pageant swimsuit because back then, uh, the Teen USA pageant was still doing swimsuits. So this was like circa 2016, 2015. That's kind of where I fell apart. Um, at the age of 15, I had to be, in my brain, pageant ready within two months. And I didn't really know what pageant ready actually meant. So I went a very unhealthy route. And I learned so much from that experience. It was really hard during those times, but it finally came time for the pageant, and oh my gosh, was that not one of the hardest pageant weekends of my entire life. We're talking six-foot-tall, Victoria's Secret model-looking girls. I mean, beautiful. And I mean, I'm not saying I'm not beautiful, but six-feet-tall Barbies, oh, that's hard to compete with. And then, you know, you got little five-foot-nothing me walking in here. I was very, very insecure back then. I had absolutely no confidence heading into the weekend. And this was back in 2016. I missed out on Teen USA. You had to do your own hair and makeup. And that's when I really found my passion for hair and makeup. So it was honestly a win-win from that weekend (laughs) because what I took out of it is I found something that I loved even more. 
After that, we decided to try for a prelim for Miss South Carolina's Outstanding Teen, and it was my first ever big interview, and we had to come up with a platform. My mom and I sat in our kitchen, and we looked at the paperwork we had to fill out, and we were like, what the heck is a platform, and what do I have to talk about for 10 minutes in this interview? You know, we went the route most people do, anti-bullying. Normal. Thus, my platform, Be The Change, was created. Well, we had to change that about four or five times, because when we showed up to state, about three other girls had the same platform. So we were like, oh gosh. And it was the same name and everything. Be the change. So that that was a struggle. So because you had to kind of compete with them to explain why your be the change was better than their be the change. It was really tough. After that, we I won Miss Camden Teen 2016. So I headed to Miss South Carolina Teen for MAO organization. And let me tell you now, that was a week from a learning opportunity to say the least. We'll go with that. It was so much fun, actually. <laughs> I met so many people that I would have never met from all over the state. I still have these pageant friends all over the state. I love seeing their Instagram pictures. And, you know, sometimes you run into them again at another pageant prelim or at a national pageant. And it was it was such a great week to make friends and to get scholarship money. Out of Miss South Carolina, I received almost, I think it was $1,200 in scholarship towards my first year of college. So that was wonderful. So ladies out there trying to go to school or you're balling on a budget, try out these pageants that do have scholarship because it can go a long way. I promise. After I gave up my title as Miss Camden Teen, I went on to do my high school pageant. So I was Miss Green and Gold for North Central High School. And then after that, I was Miss Kershaw. So then again, I went back to Miss South Carolina. Since I was a senior in high school, you now have to compete as a Miss. Well, I was 17 years old competing against 26-year-olds. And not even to add, I was two people in front of Susie Roberts, who won Miss South Carolina. Now, that was the best part about Miss South Carolina, my Miss years, because I got to suck up all that information that all these older girls were talking, Rachel Wyatt, Susie Roberts, Sydney Ford, all of these girls around me that have been doing this system for years and years. It was incredible like I just listened that year like I sucked everything up like a sponge took my scholarship money and headed on to college it was such a great week though after that I took a gap because you know it was just a lot to do after Miss South Carolina it definitely I chopped my hair every year after Miss South Carolina it was a struggle (laughs) it was just a long week and a really hard year because you are giving it 110 percent every week for an entire year. And that's a lot. Like you have to prepare for that for the long run. So after that, we took a little break. I did my first year of college. And that summer, I went back to compete at Little Miss South Carolina and I made top 12. And that might not sound like a lot, but you're competing against like 40 girls in your group. And making top 12 at Little Miss South Carolina is a big flipping deal. Like that is a big deal because you get to come back to the big show on Saturday you get to go to the fun pool party like it's a big deal and we loved it we're so excited I made top 12 made so many good friends and it was just a great time and we really enjoyed that after that I was USA elegant miss and that system has now transpired into America's international miss which I still work for them I'm on their board I do their newsletters and their banners, and some gifts for the little girls, and I sponsor some of their awards at the pageant. I love Miss India. They're awesome people. Seriously, check out America's International Miss. They have a wonderful website. 
I might have done it. <laughs> but definitely check out Miss India's pageant. It's wonderful. I also do a little bit of emceeing for them. I emceed the AIM pageant two years ago. So much fun. Then I went to do National United States. Um, I was Miss South Carolina Collegiate for National United States. You can check out Pageant Planet. Just check it out. We'll move on. <laughs> right now, I am actually USA National Miss Anderson. So that is a prelim for USA National Miss South Carolina. I did go to state and I ended up getting first runner up. It was so much fun. I love Michelle and Grace and they loved me so much that I am now the director of recruitment for USA National Miss South Carolina and North Carolina. So I'm so excited to be working with them. I love Michelle and Grace. They're great people. Another pageant to check out, USA National Miss. If you're a South Carolina, North Carolina girl, hit me up. I would love to recruit you for the pageant. It's got a great prize package. Check out their national pageant uh, page and their South Carolina page to see what they have more out there. Now that you've heard a little more about my background in pageantry, I just wanted to kind of show you the long journey that I've come from to where I am now and kind of why this has come to play. And I want people to hear about through this podcast showing growth in the pageant world because you've heard my stories and I mean I could go on and on for days but I wanted to give you the most important key points and kind of show you where I've come from and the struggles that I had. I want to promote confidence because that's something that I had to learn and I learned that through pageants. Finding the right system for you, that is so important. That's what I keep promoting. America's International Miss, USA National Miss, Check out some of these pageants and, you know, the local prelims, Miss South Carolina organization or MAO in general or the Teen USA systems. Check out those systems. They're really good. Promoting a healthy lifestyle. Like I said before, when I competed back in the day for Teen USA when we had swimsuit, that was hard as a 15-year-old to, you know, have to wear a swimsuit in front of 2,000 people and I didn't take a healthy route and that's okay for me to say now because I've learned from that experience. Now, I've incorporated between a 30 to 45-minute workout at least four days a week, and I love it. I love lifting. I love running. I've had so much fun kind of learning and doing fun workouts, so definitely trying a healthy lifestyle would not hurt. <laughs> Supporting and sponsors. These people have got me where I am today. One of my local sponsors always is the UPS store in Camden, South Carolina. Shout out to you guys because they are always willing to sponsor. Go out in your community to ask. If you just ask, somebody is always willing to give. So definitely look out for sponsors and supporting your community. Interview skills. This is something that took me years to master. I love interview. It's the best thing. I can talk. Trust me. Y'all will hear. I can talk. But this is something that it does take time and skills. And we'll get different pageant coaches on here to talk about, or even other pageant queens to go in here and talk about interview skills so you guys can get little tidbits and golden nuggets along the way so you can help improve your interview. What dress fits you best? After, you know, 10 years in the pageant world, 15 at most, I did not know that every dress that I was buying made me look like a square box. And so that's something that we're definitely going to talk about so you know what dress looks right and fits you the best so that you can, boom, get the highest score you can in evening gown or even fun fashion wear. Service and community service. Getting out in your community and doing whatever you can, whether it's the little libraries or helping out pantries or feeding homeless, do whatever you can or writing letters to veterans, whatever you can to get out there and do community service, do it. 
There is something called a Presidential Service Award, which I have a bronze, silver, and gold. And this depends on your age and how many hours that you get, depending on what level you're at, if it's bronze, silver, or gold. They have a website. Check it out for Presidential Service Award. Most pageant systems love to see that community service, and that award specifically catches their eye. So definitely look into that, as well as the Duke of Edinburgh International Award. I know my Miss South Carolina girls know exactly what I'm talking about. Right now, I have a bronze and a silver. That's also depending on how many hours of community service you do a year. So check that out because a certain time period, if it's like six months or three months or 12 months, because that one is on a calendar year time. So check out the Duke of Edinburgh International Award. Just search it up in the best place called Google and you'll find it. Also, scholarship. Like I said before, I have gotten tons of scholarship money that I have put towards my college. Thank God I'm graduated now. But my first year of college, I had so much money in scholarships just from pageants. And like I said, the crown is more than just the crown and the sash. This is sisterhood, scholarship, and service. Look into those pageants that do have scholarships because it is very important to walk away with, you know, not only a crown and some confidence and some new friends, but some money would be nice too. All right, Casey, so when will you be releasing this podcast every week? Well, I'm so glad that you asked. I'll be releasing it every Tuesday, so at Monday night at midnight, it'll pop up on Spotify, and so you'll be able to find it. You can find me on Instagram at CaseyGibson.Official. What does the future look like? Well, tune in next week to The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys. Bye.